Blog Talk Radio. Hi, this is Russ Terry, founder and CEO of Life Coach Radio Network. Today's sponsor is Audible.com, a leading provider of spoken audio entertainment and information. Listen to audiobooks whenever and wherever you want. Get a free audiobook when you sign up for a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash Coach Radio. That's audibletrial.com slash Life Coach Radio. And now, here's today's show. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Making Inspired Choices with Coach Linda. I'm your host, Linda Stevens Jones, and thanks for joining me on my new broadcast today. Happy September for all of you in the Washington metro area. Notice how the early mornings are getting cooler already? That's our heads up that autumn is right around the corner. I've got a topic today that can really launch your fall season to new heights, and I'll get to that in just a couple of minutes. But right now, I want to welcome all of our first-time listeners. Thank you for tuning in today. Whether you found this show intentionally or by accident, I'm glad you're here. Know that no matter what's happened in your life, this is a community where you can feel accepted without any judgment. You've tuned into a broadcast that is designed to leave you uplifted and encouraged. And before I go any further... Hello and welcome to all of you who are listening to this broadcast as a replay or a download after the live show. Hi there, if you're in the fitness center, doing some laundry, or taking a walk while you're listening. Great to have you with us. I want to send a big shout out to my last guest on August 23rd, Reverend Lou Phillips. Reverend Phillips, my heartfelt thanks for how you showed up and let your heart be seen so openly by our audience. And now let's look at today's topic. Farewell to I can't. Okay, I know some of you are saying, what does she mean by that? Well, this isn't my original idea. Some time ago, I saw an ad for outbound, outwardbound.org, and here's what it says. Farewell to can't. This goodbye does not make me sad. I will not miss you. I have discovered what it feels like to do the unthinkable, the hard, the long, the challenging. You have no business here anymore. From now on, the difficult will seem doable. I will see the impossible as simply not yet conquered. Farewell, Kent. You will haunt me never again. Hello, Chan. Welcome to my world. I loved these words and sentiments so much, I cut it out and saved it. And at the beginning of this year, I posted it on my own vision board. Later, it occurred to me 
this is a perfect topic for my radio show. Now, I modified it to farewell to I can't to really get specific with you. So over the course of today's show, I want you to look at the places and the ways that you say to others, and even more importantly, the ways you say to yourself, I can't. And I believe your days, weeks, and months ahead would feel a whole lot different if you said this farewell to I can't and insert I can more readily into your vocabulary. What do you think? Actually, I want to entice you to take a challenge, but more about that in a few minutes. I always like to tell you why I think something is important. We all get stuck from time to time feeling there's something that's holding us back from reaching a goal or dream that we have. And sometimes it feels huge, but when we put the right mindset to it, this thing that feels so huge, it's doable. So I came up with a few examples to share. Maybe you live in Virginia and you've always wanted to see California, but you say to yourself, I can't fly. You may have a buried dream to own your own business one day, but you say to yourself, I can't own my own business because I've seen too many other businesses fail. Here's another one. What if it would be advantageous to your career progression if you spoke Spanish or another language, but you say to yourself, I can't learn Spanish or I'm too old to study another language? And this is one many of us can relate to. I need to lose 20 pounds to be healthier and feel more comfortable in my clothes, but I just can't lose any weight, or I can't give up sweets. Well, you see some of the ways you're using I can't that may be stopping you? It happens every day in large and small ways. I can't get my children to obey. I can't get to work on time. I can't speak in public. I can't find good friends. I can't find someone nice today. You all get the idea. Oh, and I've got to throw this one in. I can't stop charging on my credit cards. (laughs) Do any of these can'ts ring true to you? If so, remember Henry Ford has a wise saying that sums it up so perfectly. Whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. I'm going to say that again. Whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. The reason I pose this topic of saying farewell to I can't is simple. I want you to say goodbye to your I can't because they are stopping you from reaching your true potential and the fullness of your life. Believe me, I know this to be true personally. I'm now in the habit of reminding myself when I'm about to say I can't do something, 
I change it to I can, whatever the thing is. Saying I can is not saying you know how to already, but, and this is critical, until you say I can, you never search for the steps to reach what you want to do. Because once you said I can't, your mindset is that you can't. But if you change your mindset to I can and fill in the blank with whatever you desire, you begin to lock on to things that you didn't see before. That's where the how to do what you want will manifest. And you know what? There's a perfect scripture to hold on to here. I can do all things through Christ, says me. I can do all things, it says in Mark. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Let that scripture anchor you through the big and small challenges that you find yourself saying, I can't. Just think about that. I can do all things through Christ who who strengthens me. So starting today, I want you to not only say farewell to I can't, I want you to starve it, take it out of your vocabulary, play it, (laughs) and I'm certain you'll see some powerful differences in your life. So here's my challenge. What if you just test it for a period of time? My challenge is for you to be mindful and catch yourself when you say, I can't, and whatever the thing is, change it to, I can. You will form a new habit that will open new perspectives and potential that you've never experienced with all of those camps hanging all over you. I want every single listener to take this challenge. Test yourself for the next two weeks, from today, September 6th, until my next radio broadcast on September 20th. I can't is banished and replaced with I can. I'll expect you to check in and let me know, okay? I can hardly wait to hear what you discover. And now, let's move into the next segment of the show where I have my guest interview. I'm so delighted to have my guest and sorority sister, Miss Anita Banks, here with us today. Anita Banks was born and raised in Dayton, Ohio. Her father, a pharmacist, one of the early African-American graduates of the University of Cincinnati College of Pharmacy, the class of 1945. Her mother, a successful professional with a clerk of course, a writer and accomplished poet. Anita's brother, Dwayne Cisco Horde, was a radio broadcaster and Stanley Horde, a mortgage broker. Anita is a regional account manager with the General Services Administration, Office of 
portfolio management. She has an extensive acquisition background as a warranted contracting officer and contract branch chief with GSA. She was division director for business development with GSA's Greater Southwest Acquisition Center in Fort Worth, Texas. Anita joined GSA from the Department of Defense, where she had progressive levels of experience in various Department of Defense acquisition organizations to include work in the DOD Office of the Inspector General. Anita is a graduate of Howard University's Senior Executive Fellows Program. She holds a bachelor's degree in business administration from Ohio State University and a master's in human resource management. Anita and her late husband, Reginald Banks, Colonel United States Air Force retired, had two daughters, Erica and Angela, and one granddaughter, Ruby. Anita is a member of the Albert Street Baptist Church in Alexandria, Virginia. She is also a member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated and served as the chaplain of the Northern Virginia Alumni Chapter. Anita, welcome to the Making Inspired uh, Making Inspired Choices with Coach Linda Radio Show. It is a great pleasure to have you as my guest. Thank you. <laughs> you and I have talked about the intent of the show to reach someone who may feel alone, someone that um, may not feel understood, and here we want to offer some hope and encouragement. So I know that what you share today will uplift and encourage my audience. So are you ready to get started? I am. <clears throat> Tell us a little bit about growing up in Dayton and what growing up was like. Absolutely. Well, again, um, thank you for having me, first of all. I'm so grateful to be a part of your program today. As you said, I grew up in Dayton, Ohio, mm -hmm. in the Midwest rural. Mm -hmm. uh, I grew up in what you would probably uh, term a middle-class lifestyle. Mm -hmm. uh, my parents, who were hardworking uh, parents, and they were parents that had great expectations for their children, and we lived a pretty good life. Mm -hmm. uh, in Ohio, we have counties, and within the counties, we have also have townships. Okay. And I grew up in... Uh, one of the townships, Jefferson Township, which is west of Dayton, which is really out in the country. We, we don't okay. like to say it, but it really is. <laughs> Our high school is out in the country. But okay. uh, we grew up in a very, very close-knit community. Mm -hmm. uh, I grew up in a family of strong faith, uh, both my immediate family as well as uh, a large extended family who loves the Lord and makes living in accordance with godly principles a priority. Mm -hmm. So I thank God for my childhood, uh, and I also have to say I thank God for protecting me through some of the foolish things that I did <laughs> in my childhood, but uh, growing up was, was a joy. I had a great childhood. Oh, wonderful. Um, with the, I believe we all, core values that are shaped in part by the way we grow up, tell us a few of your core values today. Sure. 
Well, before I talk about my core values, I think it's important for me to maybe talk a little bit about how my values are shaped and mm-hmm. then speak to the core values, if that's okay. Sure. Um, my parents, of course, helped to shape my values. But I had an aunt who had a tremendous impact on my values. I spent many summers with my aunt, uh, who owned a beauty salon in Cincinnati, Ohio. Mm-hmm. My aunt was a gentle and a very kind woman who also had a sense of humor. Mm-hmm. But she worked so hard and so long on Saturdays that she would sleep through almost the entire Sunday morning church service. Oh. But somehow, periodically, during the pastor's sermon, she would manage to blurt out this song, amen, even with her eyes closed. It used to be just the funniest thing that, that you could even imagine. Oh, wow. But my aunt had a heart of gold. Everyone, everyone nice. She knew everyone, and everyone knew her. I don't remember one occasion where she spoke a bad word about any. She would often take money out and hand it to a drug dealer that hung around near her shop. Um, she would hire, there was a local alcoholic, we all knew who he was, mm-hmm. but he needed work. But my aunt would hire this local alcoholic mm-hmm. to do a little odd jobs around the shop because she knew he needed the work. Mm-hmm. I saw people coming to her shop who were hungry. They would come by, and my aunt would give them money for food. But as a, as a young child, here's really what impacted my life. During the riots in 1968, when businesses all along her block were being torched, the same drug addict and that same alcoholic stopped the looters and stopped the torch throwers from damaging my aunt's shop. After the riot settled down, her little shop stood amongst the rubble of the neighboring businesses. And it was the strangest sight to see that little shop standing there amongst the, the, the burnout amongst that entire block. And this had a tremendous impact in that it told me that you cannot discount any person mm. in this life. Mm. Wow. You never, ever know, Linda, who will be the one person to come to your aid when you need them. Back, and I witnessed it. That shaped me in only wanting to be a good person, mm-hmm. just only wanting to be nice to people mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I had an I had evidence of that. Yeah. Uh, to never turn my nose up to anyone, no matter their circumstance mm-hmm. or what some may call their social standing. Mm-hmm. My aunt often referred to Hebrews 13 too. Be careful how you treat strangers, for some have entertained angels unaware. My aunt, she lived this. That's she lived this, mm-hmm. and it had a tremendous impact on me. Mm-hmm. So 
that's what my core value mm-hmm. uh, one is to be humble uh, just to be a good person mm-hmm. I like to be around good people mm-hmm. uh, there's no secret there mm-hmm. I now this is Anita mm-hmm. I don't care for arrogant people yeah. and I really don't care for fake phony people I, understand I really that. find those sorts of people kind of hard to stomach so that's what I believe is is just one of my core values. Mm -hmm. Another is the freedom to worship. Mm. Whenever I get an opportunity and wherever I get an opportunity, Mm -hmm. I don't care what anyone says or thinks or holds around Mm -hmm. or whatever it is, I have the freedom to worship. I'm going to worship and I'm going to praise God. I don't care what anyone says or thinks. <laughs> and so that's a core. And it's taking time to get to that mm-hmm. point. But when you reach that freedom worship, beautiful. There is nothing like it. Nothing like it. The, the only other thing that I, I can think of is integrity. That a core value that I have for both my professional life. Mm-hmm. My personal life is integrity. As a as a contracting officer, you know, it was important in my professional life to, to have integrity. Uh, but certainly in my personal life, I want people to see Anita the same at, at Alfred Street Baptist Church mm-hmm. as my daughter would see me at home. I, I, want, I don't want someone to say, well, who is that person? Because mm-hmm. she sure is different here. Mm-hmm. I, I believe that that's a part of integrity. Absolutely. And so that's kind of my core values. I have more, but those are really kind of centered for me. Those sum up what you live by or your comfort. Absolutely. Beautiful. Well, you and I share a core value of what I call, in terms of that, being who you are. Authenticity is what I consider one of my core values as well. So thank you for that. Um, as you just look back, I like to have guests to just kind of take a moment and pause and look back at what have been recurring themes that you've seen in your life over and over. You know, just as you glance back in time. Oh. You know, I don't know if this is a theme, but one has been the the blessing of having strong, real women in my life and across my path. Mm -hmm. Men as well, but Mm -hmm. strong women Mm -hmm. who have been in my life and cross my path. I don't know if you can say that, but being, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but even as a part, we're a military family, mm-hmm. and even as a part of all of the moves that we have made, mm-hmm. if I could ever pull together the women that I crossed paths from mm-hmm. Dallas, Texas, and Fort Worth, Texas, mm-hmm. and, and Oklahoma City, and, mm-hmm. and Wichita, Kansas, and, and, and certainly here in the Washington, D.C., and all of the other places mm-hmm. that we lived and where I grew up, mm-hmm. and, and to bring 
the women together and say, you guys all need to know each other because you're phenomenal women. And so I thank God for that. I greatly appreciate and relate to that Absolutely. as well. And again, I don't know, and this may not be a theme either, but those, those that know me well hear me say this quite often. No matter what it looks like, mm-hmm. no matter what it feels like, mm-hmm. trust God. It may look impossible. It may look hopeless to you mm-hmm. in the natural. Mm-hmm. And that's just I live by. That sounds like a, a theme to hold on to. I hope our listeners uh, make note of that. Because um, 2016 flown by for you like it has been. It has. The summer is over. First oh. day of school here yes. in Virginia, for those who are not in Virginia. So, yeah, it's flown by. What are you most looking forward to in the rest of this year? You know, right now, I am just looking forward to the presidential election. Yeah. It has truly been a challenge for me to keep my blood pressure down. (laughs) Given some of the political rhetoric, it really has. And I, like so many others, will be happy to see election day come. Come. Yeah. Yeah, we need to get that done. Yeah, we we do. Um, well, as you know, today's topic is well, but I can't. I love that topic so much. I mean, I, I see the applicability in so many things. I think you epitomize that topic and the way you live, that you've overcome major life hurdles. Um, and as you just said, you keep trusting God. You keep moving forward. Now, I know some of your story, but... There are some who you're in contact with who may have no idea what you've been through and based on your positive I can attitude and spirit that you carry from day to day. Would you share with the audience a time that you faced some serious challenges or difficulties um, in your life? Sure, sure. Well, on July 20th in 2013, I faced a most challenging life event, life-changing event. I lost three family members on the same day. Three family members in three different cities passed away on the same day. My brother who was in Columbus, Ohio, um, my aunt, uh, this is a different aunt Mm -hmm. that I referred to earlier, Mm -hmm. uh, an aunt who passed away in Cincinnati, White, and then my mother, who was here under hospice care, Virginia, mm-hmm. all passed away on the same day. I just felt like the world was absolutely collapsing mm-hmm. around me. Mm-hmm. At the same time on that day, my husband was in the hospital facing a, a serious medical condition, which less than two years later, uh, my husband passed away. Uh, for myself and for our entire family, our our immediate family and also our extended family, this was an incredibly dark and painful uh, period. It was extremely dark and painful. Mm. But God, wow. 
but God. So many people have told me that they could not have made it through what I went. Don't know how you did it. I don't know how. I don't think, yes, you can. Really? You don't have a choice. If I could change anything, I would, but I can't. But you can make it through some of the toughest, darkest, painful, whatever the circumstance is, you can make it through it. I am a witness yes, you are. to that. When you find yourself going through, I'll call it a test of faith. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm talking about something that's so difficult for you to face that you have to know that the grace of God is upon you. So you can't question it. You have to know mm-hmm. that God's grace is upon you. And for those who have ever had an encounter with the Lord, I mean, where you're operating in the in the spiritual realm mm-hmm. and not in the natural realm, mm-hmm. you know, like I know, that the Lord is with you. The Lord was with me. And he will, I guarantee you, he will bring you through. I knew that he was with me. I knew that he was going to bring me through, and I knew that he would bring my family through. Um, I'm a witness to what I call, and my, my husband used to laugh, kind of laugh at me about it, what I call radical faith. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm talking about where you know that you know, and nothing is going to sway you that you go to another. And I, I go back to a friend of mine. We, we spoke to this on last week. In the spiritual realm, you got to come with some radical faith to make it through some radical situations. Yes. And I know that to be true. No one else, no one else could have brought me through. But what I tell God is, you dipped me in the fire, God. You dipped me. Mm-hmm. He took me through the fire. But yet I wasn't burned and done. to God. It's only Jesus. It's only Jesus. And the prayers of of many, many righteous folks for me. But you can make it. You can make it. You know, um, <clears throat> I think this is a just a great perspective check. I'm not comparing challenges for anyone, but I think for our listeners, anyone out there uh, can't fathom having three close losses in one day. Um what comes comes to mind now is what was if if you could say what was the greatest challenge during that time if there was sure. one in particular or sure sure there were a number of challenges mm-hmm. uh, you know just getting through but I think the greatest challenge for me, related to the question that I repeatedly asked the Lord, and that was why. Yeah. You know, why, Lord, yeah. did you bring such pain? I mean, why, Lord, did 
Did you orchestrate this the way you did? Mm-hmm. I mean, who who goes through something like this? You know, I would ask them, my my best friend, and you know, and I would I would say, for real, God. Mm-hmm. There were times I had to look up and say, for real, I'm really having to do this, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Who goes through this? I mean, I, I've heard of duels, funerals, but I had to funeralize my brother and my mother and together. And, and you know, it's an out-of-body experience because you're thinking a nightmare mm-hmm. is going to end, but yet it's so real. So the, the biggest challenge for me was the why, mm-hmm. the why. And I don't have an answer to the why. Mm-hmm. I just know that my life, just like your life, Linda, and the lives of the listeners, mm-hmm. is ordered by the Lord. All I know. Mm-hmm. I do know also that God's grace is sufficient. Actually, God's grace is more than more sufficient. This is my, my word now. It's more than sufficient. More than sufficient. Truly it is. And I bear witness that God's power is made perfect in weakness. It truly, truly is. Again, I don't know the why, but I experience the reality of God's power to strengthen me from a point of sheer weakness. There is so much going on here, audience, in terms of uh, things I want to follow up with. I mean, for those of you who are not familiar, there is a scripture that says, you know, that God's strength or God's grace is sufficient and that his strength is made perfect in our weakness. And I don't think I've ever met or talked with someone on this show who had more evidence of that than you having to accept three losses in one day and having to funeralize your mom and brother together. If you were saying you felt the power of his strength in that hour, that is a huge, huge testament to it being enough. We needed it being enough. Um, you have already talked about growing up with uh, the strong faith and love of the Lord from childhood that was a part of your life, and you saw uh, how the Lord was manifest in your family members, in your aunts, in your in your um, parents. Um, would you just say a little more about the role that faith has played, Anita, in getting you through and and how it's made a difference? Sure, sure. Um, <clears throat> Hebrews eleven six says, "Without faith, it is impossible to please God." It's impossible mm-hmm. to please God. Faith makes all the all the difference. You know, at the end of the day, if we can ask ourselves, "Is God pleased?" and 
if our answer, which it should be, it should be yes. I believe God is pleased. And, and here's life text. Here's a life text that, mm-hmm. that I, I kind of have been doing for years. Mm-hmm. If you're not sure about something, ask yourself, is God pleased? Just ask yourself, is God pleased? Mm-hmm. I, you know, I like to I like to give examples. <laughs> but, you know, if you say something like, if a person says, like, God, I really let him have it. You know, I really let him have it. I gave him a piece of my mind. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that, God? I mean, or, or you know, I didn't call my sister today because she didn't give me the loan I mm-hmm. wanted her to give me. Mm-hmm. She didn't give me the money, so I'm not going to talk to my sister. Mm-hmm. Right, God. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it allows you what I call a life test of, of kind of that wrong, right question mm. of just ask, God, are you pleased? Are you pleased? Because ultimately all this is really about in our walk of faith is pleasing God. Wow. That's huge. It's just really and it's convicted me. It's convicted me. This saying has convicted me. I may have said something wrong to someone and said, I shouldn't even say that. Mm-hmm. You know, I was joking, but I wasn't joking. Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of, yeah. Uh, so it, it should convict us at the end of the day. It should not tell you this, God, please. I'm feeling convicted about things myself, Anita. Thank you. Really, I am. Um, What you shared is um, such a graphic, you know, heart-grabbing reminder that we all go through things and we all have times where we feel this seems impossible. I can't I can't cope with it. I can't deal with it um, in some shape or form in our lives. I, when I was growing up, our pastor used to say, if you've not had any trouble yet, keep on living. Keep on living. <laughs> keep on living. Keep on living. It's the truth. I... Uh, I I just am especially taken with, and I will hold myself, that idea that you shared of asking, at the end of the day, is God pleased with what you're saying and what you're doing? And I think we can ask that in terms of the number of times we just quickly throw up our hands saying, I can't, I can't, uh, because he provided the ultimate example of being able to with and endure um, for us. So I know that you are giving uh, our listeners so much to think about and to reflect upon right now. I just thank you for everything you've shared up to this point and how you've let your heart be seen. Um, to our listeners out there, I want you to have a chance to get in on this conversation. 
my challenge earlier was weak, but after hearing Anita, I, I think every single one of you should be ready to say farewell to I can't. But you may want to talk about uh, what's feeling like an impossible situation for you right now. We're here. We want to listen without judgment. So right now, I want you to call in and join our conversation. Anita and I will keep talking, but I want you to call in and join us. We'd love to hear from you. To join us, call 1-646-716-9397. Again, the number is 1-646-716-9397. Nine seven. Anita, as we wait for callers' um, lesson, or what did you take away that you didn't know before you faced those challenges that now you do know? Sure. You know, I'm going to I'm going to really say or respond in a general, a more general sense. Okay. Um, on probably the greatest lesson that I've learned for me personally. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is that to do my best to live by God's terms. Um, sometimes we straddle the fence and we want to live sometimes by our own terms and sometimes we want to live by God's terms and some of the, the Delta, some of our sort of have heard me mention this as a part of our my chat discussion okay. with okay. some of the stories. So but we want to live sometimes by our own terms, meaning uh, you want to live by how you want to live. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to think how you want to think. You want to believe how you want to believe. And an example, uh, I don't put my trust in anyone. You know, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, or rules are made to be broken. Really? Mm-hmm. Rules are made to be broken. Or uh, some of our, our single sisters out there, uh, I only date professional men. Mm-hmm. You know, while the, the good Blue collar brother mm-hmm. is being ignored. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, your own terms. These yeah. are some of them. We have so, so many more. Mm-hmm. You know, but how's that all working out for you? <laughs> you know, how, how's that really working out for you? Mm-hmm. But when we live on God's terms and by God's terms, that is applying the Word of God to our everyday living. Um, that's where we get the greatest benefit. I mean, we get the benefit of the peace yeah. of life. We get the benefit of the joy of life. We get the benefit of the protection mm. of life. And we get the, the benefit of the blessings of life by living by God's terms, the word of God. Mm. Not by your terms, mm. not by my terms. Mm-hmm. And so I'd like to kind of I kind of like to put it this way. Uh, live by your terms, you get your results. <laughs> live by 
your terms, you get your results. But live by God's terms, and you get God's reward. Live by your terms, your results. But live by God's terms, and you reap God's reward. I'm going to be going back listening to this broadcast myself uh, to just hear this powerful interview again. We have a caller on the line, Anita, who wants to get in on our discussion. Caller at 703-646. Press 1 and you're on live with us. Good afternoon, Linda and Anita. This is Brenda Gaines. How are you all? Hi, Brenda. Hi, Brenda. I Thanks am for so, joining us. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. I am sitting here writing a book uh, based on this interview. Anita, mm-hmm. first of all, let me offer my condolences for the loss of your mother and your brother and your aunt. And Thank I've just you. been sitting here. I've been sitting here just listening and absorbing everything that you said but I want to comment on a couple of things that you said because I'm resonating in my spirit. You said that you have to have radical faith to make it through radical situations. And that is so profound but also so very true because the times that we're living in, these are certainly radical times. And I've been fasting and praying and just asking God to give us this radical faith and radical joy because I know for you, those three family members, how did you dig into your soul to find joy during that very tragic but radical time? Sure, sure. Um, I'll have to tell you that, Brenda, it took time for me to see joy. Mm Mm-hmm. just by by my nature, I, I view uh, I try to view everything in the positive. That's that's just my nature. But it took time to get back to the joy. But but I I I have to tell you, in the midst of going through, my pastor who is the pastor of Alton Street Baptist Church, Dr. Howard John Wesley, was so instrumental, mm-hmm. so instrumental. How he explained when I asked him with passion, Pastor, what, is God turning his back on me? What is this, God? What What is this? And I'm asking Pastor, what is this, Pastor? You know, I don't know what this is. And And how he explained to me that, God had not turned his back on me and, and how he went on. And, and even when I would see my pastor, the look in his face, that, that look of concern, and knowing that my pastor was praying for me, mm-hmm. I mean, following up with me, uh, it was so instrumental. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, it was all of the prayers. It was this, yes. the people who were interceding on my behalf. I don't even know who all they were. All I know is this, Brenda. I could feel the power of the prayers. <laughs> I mean, yes. there were times when I said to myself, 
I cannot do this. I cannot go any further than this. I'm done. And there was something supernatural that was taking place. Even when my knees were too weak for me to get up, it was something that was undergirding me that helped to lift me up. And it was nothing but the prayers, those that were interceding. It was my pastor. It was all of my church family. It was my friends Mm -hmm. and family who was praying for me and our entire family. Mm -hmm. But now, Brenda, I do want to to share one thing with you that was really key for me. And I kept telling myself, God has been too good to me for me to give up on him, even Mm -hmm. in the midst of darkest days of my life. Mm My, I look back at God even when my husband passed, and I mm. said, God, I thank you for all just shy of 25 years of a wonderful marriage because he didn't have to do it. So I thank God for that. And I kept saying, so God would say, Anita, you're so quick to give up on me even after I gave you nearly 25 years in a wonderful marriage you know, with a wonderful husband, with a wonderful family, and you are just going to give up on me, I refuse, Brenda, to let God down. Mm-hmm. And it drove me. It drove me because either I trust him or I don't. There's no in-between and there's no compromising position. Either we trust him or either we don't. Amen. That is very true, and that is the place where God has me. And I just want to make a final comment, and I know my husband just texted me that I ask a good question, so that tells me he's probably trying to get on the call next. But the last thing Mm -hmm. that I would like to comment on is when you said we have to live by God's terms and not our own, because when we do, we get the benefit of his blessings and the results and the rewards. And that is certainly what God is speaking, I believe, to all of his people, is that when we trust God, as you said, Anita, even during those difficult times, and don't make it about us, make it about serving God, serving others, uh, that's when we can get the benefit of his blessings, his results, and his rewards. So I want to thank you for sharing your powerful testimony. I will go back and listen, and I wish you all the best, and thank you for your courage to share this story because I know that it's taken courage, but I can see your faith. And so thank you, Linda, as well. This has just been a blessing. And so I'm going to get off the air to let other callers call in, but thank you both so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Brenda. Much appreciated. You're welcome. Okay, callers, there is uh, still time for you to join us. If you'd like to get in on our discussion, please join us at 1-646-716-9397. That's 646-716-9397. Anita, I tell you, you have 
planted some very powerful, powerful nuggets um, for our listeners um, and myself. And, you know, many are familiar with the scripture, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Um, from Philippians, I inadvertently said Mark earlier, but from Philippians 4.13, what comes to your mind when you hear that scripture? Hmm. You know, it, 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 it just comes to mind that every task, every trial, mm-hmm. every challenge, whatever the pressure, whatever comes my way, whatever comes your way mm-hmm. with Christ, I will have the strength to take it on. I will have. If you've ever, again, had an encounter with God, again, I mean a real encounter where you've experienced God up close and personal, Mm -hmm. you gain a strength that's just unexplainable. Mm -hmm. It's unexplainable. But here's the key. You can quote Philippians 4.13. You can quote wherever you want to quote. Mm -hmm. But if you don't believe it, you don't believe it, you have to believe that through faith in Christ that you can get through it, that you have the strength, that you can get through next week's surgery, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that you can get through uh, tomorrow's court appearance. Mm -hmm. You know, the things of real life. Mm-hmm. Um, that you can, you're ready to take on and face whatever that next challenge is. Yes, you can quote it. It's easy to quote it, mm-hmm. but you have to believe it. That, you have to believe it. That is something to underline, listeners. The difference is actually believing it, not just saying it as uh, something that you heard someone say. So this whole idea, and, um, you know, I think that speaks directly to what I was proposing that they say farewell to I can't, is you really have to believe. You have to believe. You have to believe. You can't um, cite or quote statements randomly um, without actually taking them to heart. Excellent, excellent point, Anita. I want to ask um, if you were sitting down with one of our listeners today and that listener says to you, I'm not a person of faith. They may say, I understand how hard it is and what you're saying, but I'm not a person of faith. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how to begin to have faith in Christ. Anita, what would you say to them? I think I would first uh, say that I am not in the ministry. (laughs) That's the first thing. I am not anyone special at all. The Lord Jesus, our Christ, is the one who changed my life. And he can change yours, too. Amen. If he can change mine, he can change yours too. Don't let, I would want to tell this person, don't let 
anyone fool you that they were born with the Bible in their hand. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. How some people are holier than thou. Holier than thou. Um, don't let anyone fool you that they do not have a past. Mm-hmm. Everyone has a story mm-hmm. and everyone has a past that you don't have to wait for any certain time or you don't have to wait for any certain place or you don't have to wait for anybody. But you can begin this process toward a new life with Christ right now. Right now. Right now. And if you want to see a bright future, if you want to see your life transformed, I want to tell you more about a Savior. Amen. I want to tell you about a Savior. Amen. And lead that person to the prayer of salvation. Mm-hmm. And and I just think, matter of fact, I don't know if this is proper. I don't know if, if this is okay, and I hope that it is. But maybe there is someone on the line who has chosen not to call in, mm-hmm. but maybe if we can just have them repeat the mm-hmm. prayer of salvation while we're on the line. I love that. That's okay. Uh and, and if there's someone on the line, just repeat after me. Dear God, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I admit that I am not right with you. I ask you to forgive me my sins. The Bible says, if I confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in my heart that God raised him from the dead, I will be saved. I believe with my heart and I confess with my mouth that Jesus is the Lord and Savior of my life. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. I'm just going to let that resonate for a moment with our listeners. I love that you said, Anita, that we all have a past. No one was born with the Bible in their hand. And when we say we all have a past, we mean everybody's been through something that they wouldn't be so pleased to have to stand before God and account for, if you will. Um, but God meets us where we are, doesn't he? Yes, he does. Um, just one one other question, um, Anita. As we wind up our time together, it's been so powerful. I mean, I'm deeply moved myself. Um what do you feel 
the Holy Spirit nudging you to do in the coming season? Ooh, well, I'm committed to elevating my study and, and getting deeper into the Word of God. Okay. Um, we have an absolutely so many opportunities at, at Alfred Street to develop ourselves spiritually. Mm-hmm. And we don't often, and I'm speaking of myself, convicted, convicted, uh, and we don't often take full advantage. Mm-hmm. So I, I need to do better mm-hmm. in taking full advantage of those opportunities. So that's one of the things. That, and then taking a, a greater interest in, uh, in supporting certain areas of our church okay. um, is, is very important to me. And then... Outside of that, I've got some travel plans. Okay. So, awesome. so I'm looking forward to awesome. upcoming travel as well. Good yeah. for you. Yes. Good yes. for you. We have another caller, Anita. Caller at 703-887. As a matter of fact, this is my favorite caller. Uh, Craig one, and you're online with us. Good afternoon. Hi. Hi, Hi good afternoon, Coach Linda, Miss Anita Banks. I I've just thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed the show today and Miss Banks, you have really you have really carried us to another place today in so many ways. I wanna yes. thank you so much for uh for being uh Coach Linda's guest today and for just as she said, being so transparent and open and, and inviting mm-hmm. to so many to uh hear the word of God and to live the word of God and and um, you you are doing that. Thank you so much for, for being with Coach Linda today. Glory to God. Amen. Glory to God. Yeah, Thank you, and Tony. I sure, sure. And and, and and Anita, what are your, your daughters like? Are they are they you know, like you and, and strong in the Lord <laughs> and, and carrying the, the <laughs> carrying the pail as you are? <laughs> Yeah, I have um, um, my daughters, both my uh, oldest daughter is actually my stepdaughter. She's married and living in Atlanta. Uh, I have a grandbaby, Ruby, who's a three-year-old who's brilliant. Oh, my God. But uh, truly living and walking uh, in Christ, uh, Mm -hmm. I, I, I pray for them all the time. My daughter, that's Erica, who lives in Atlanta. My daughter, yes. Angela, who is in uh, school at Old Dominion University, and, and mm-hmm. she is just, oh, my God, I have to say this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's amazing what I see in Angela because it's like she's blossom, blossoming right before my eyes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, hear the, I hear her say certain things, and then she'll say, Thank God. And I'm like, ooh, <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. Yes. all right. <laughs> Amen. Amen. As a mother, um, yeah. she knows I, I grew up I grew up in a in a home that was um, that we were we're all neat freaks because I grew up in a home that had to stay clean all the time. So I'm a neat freak. And so <laughs> I see how my daughter has is caring for, you know, her apartment at school. I see how she's yes. cooking meals. And I see those things. So I thank God that I can yes. see this, you know, right before my eyes. But, you know, they're going to live their lives and they're yes. going to learn. But here's the one thing that I tell them. The reason that 
I, I pre my daughter would tell you, oh my God, she'd probably say, yeah, but what about that time? <laughs> you know, we didn't even make it to church because I was absolutely furious because she said, I don't have anything to wear, and I was so furious we went straight to Coles and still tell that story, you know. But, but you know, here's the thing that, that I just want them to understand that you there's nothing more important than your relationship yes. with God. There's nothing Amen. more important. There's nothing more important in our home when her friends would come uh, and spend the night on Sunday. You know, our pastor sometimes was saying this is not grammatically good. Everybody, everybody, everybody. in this <laughs> is getting up and going to church, yeah. and so I just believe that we we you know raise them in a way, uh, my yes. husband and I that. They understand what it means to be in Christ. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. Christ yes. is center for them. Mm-hmm. And, and yes, yes. Yes, and I thank so God much. for both of you and, and what you both, you and your husband, have been instilled in your children. And, and God bless you, and thanks again for being on the show today. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right. Oh, thank you. All right. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Um, we had a caller at a 913 area code. Caller, if you're out there, I'm not sure if you got cut off. If you're out there and want to give us a call back at 1646-716-9397. I'm sorry we missed you. Um it is just such a pleasure to facilitate this kind of discussion, Anita, because you have shared, some, as I said before, some really powerful nuggets that I will tuck away in my heart and I believe our our audience will as well and pull them out, be able to put them into practice uh, most importantly um, and try God for themselves. Absolutely. Try God for themselves. Oh, my. We have another call on the line at 703-541-6. Call us back in a and you're on the way with us. And good afternoon, Caller family. It's Lonnie Williams. Yes, good afternoon, my brother. Hey, listening to your program this I started to say it's show, but you know what? You you had church up in the air. Uh, Come on. Come on now. I, I, I'm just saying, I'm listening up in here, and then some of the things that you were saying, Anita, if I may call you Anita, uh, resonated with me, particularly the way that you grew up and your core values that you listed out very, very nicely, uh, which uh, also are engaging and resonating and something to shoot for for everyone. I, I guess, you know, I... I'm trying to figure out uh, in my own mind, and I, I'm not going to be discouraged by it, how to get the same kind of a message out to uh, folks that are not hearing this message. And I'm particularly mm-hmm. thinking about youngsters. But, uh, but without addressing that in any more detail, I think the only thing I did want to say is that you had a lot of, I'll call them Anita-isms that I liked. I didn't write them all down, but uh, Linda, I, I think it's worthwhile to Ask her to publish those. I mean, they were, they were pretty good. Amen. Amen, brother. Amen. Yes. 
Great yeah, so I, I just wanted to call and encourage you and tell you how you touched my heart today and uh, the engagement of your show uh, is something I try to do uh, each and every week. If uh, it's not, I'm certainly praying for you. If I if I can, I'm certainly praying for you. And I'll add uh, needed to the prayer list also. And uh, very familiar with mm-hmm. your uh, church and some of your memberships. Thank you so much. I appreciate you so much, Brother Lonnie. Thank you for calling. Uh, amen. All right. God bless you. Amen. Okay, if there are any other callers, we can take uh, one or two more calls at 646-716-9397. I think we have uh, uh, just the beginning of feedback from people who are listening out there, Anita, at uh, the depth to which you touched them today and all that you shared. Uh, I just and so taken by your comment about at the end of the day, if God please. That's a great asset test that any one of us can use on a given day when we are jumping through our hurdles and barking at our loved ones or whomever, but just operating in a mode that we know is not pleasing to God. And thankfully, we get every day to turn that around. And to be, you know, to confess and to be able to get back in good standing with him. That is a, that is a huge blessing. Um, it looks like we don't have any more callers who are uh, joining us. So is there any parting word that you would like to share with our listeners? Sure. Um, the one thing that I was going to um, mention if you don't have prayer warriors in your life, mm-hmm. find yourself a prayer warrior or two or three. Mm-hmm. Your prayer warriors are, these are the folks that help me get through. I mean, I have some, some prayer warriors that are no play for real mm-hmm. getting it through. Mm-hmm. And everyone, I mean, I have family and friends who were there for me and my family, and they never wavered in their support. They took the time to be with us and to pray for us. And, uh, you know, tough times help to distinguish tough people. And it's the tough people, those are the ones who will toughen it out with you. And so you need those prayer warriors on your side. So I thank God for those who stood with us, prayed for us, continue to pray for us, and uh, for me and my family. The other thing that I was going to just say was, again, you have to believe through faith that you will get through the challenges of life. Mm -hmm. Yes, you can. Yes, you can get through. And not many people have gone through something as daunting as what my family and I have experienced. But assure you, I can assure you of this one thing. There's something coming your way. Mm -hmm. There's something coming your way. And there are 
times when, you know, we we speak our faith. You know, how are you doing? I'm blessed and highly favored. Okay. But it's another thing, really, when you have to exercise your faith. When you are tested and you have to exercise your faith. Yeah. That's when you have to go to your spiritual storehouse. <laughs> and you have to be able to withdraw something from that storehouse. That means you have to have something deposited Absolutely. in there from which to draw. So I would encourage everyone, don't if you if you have not accepted Christ to do it. And if you are a believer, let's stand together, trusting God every step of the way, mm-hmm. just every step of the way, because you'll need every scripture, you'll need every prayer, just like I needed every scripture. I needed every prayer. I needed every sermon. Nope. Mm-hmm. I went back to Pastor Wesley's sermon. I need every one of those mm-hmm. to pour back into me. Mm-hmm. To bring about what Brenda asked about the joy. Mm-hmm. I needed everyone, every count of that. And so I thank those that partnered with me. And then I thank God for seeing me through. Still seeing me through. I'm a work in progress. That's uh, for certain. But well, thank you for having me. Thank you, thank you, thank you for everything that you have shared with our listening audience and me today. I am uh, I'm sure that people who heard this broadcast live or who will listen to it later will uh, get some specific resonance in their hearts. I just, I greatly appreciate everything that you've shared. And now, listeners, uh, before we close, if you or someone you know would like to be a guest on this show, please email me at Linda on lcrn at gmail.com. Ladies out there, if you're interested in getting coaching help with your challenges, I have several options. You can get information on my website. You'll see some testimonials there, and you can also schedule a free discovery session with me. I need a, do you have any shout-outs before we close? Ooh, I just <laughs> shout-out to my daughter, Angela, who's probably listening. I don't think Erica's listening, but okay. also to, to my friends and family, to my Alpha Street church family. All right. Shout-out to everyone. Thank you so much. Thank you. Listeners and callers, Thank you so much for tuning in today and for being a part of this community. As always, I pray that you heard something today that encouraged you, and I want to give a shout-out to every one of you out there who takes my farewell to I Can't Challenge. And you should really be pumped after hearing Anita's, uh, what she shared today. Take the two-week challenge where you have a mindset and replace your I can't with I can. Please remember, you can help me spread the word by sharing the link for the show replay. 
then come on over to the Making Inspired Choices Facebook page, like it if you haven't already, and there you can join the after show discussion. Plan to join me for the next Making Inspired Choices with Coach Linda broadcast by marking your calendars for Tuesday, September 20th. That's the third Tuesday right here at 12 noon Eastern for an hour of uplift and encouragement. We've moved from the second and fourth Tuesday to the first and third Tuesdays of the month. Remember, you make such a difference in the lives of others by your attitudes and your actions. I have a short poem that I wanted to close with today that a dear friend, Leon Walden, posted, and it was so poignant and pertinent that I asked his permission to share it with you. It's titled, One. One tree can start a forest. One smile can begin a friendship. One hand can lift a soul. One word can frame the goal. One candle can wipe out darkness. One laugh can conquer gloom. One hope can raise your spirit. One touch can show you care. One life can make the difference. Be that one today. Thanks, everyone. Until next time, stay blessed.